Hi, this is Marcy McNeil, producer of the Next in Ed podcast. If you have a topic you think we should discuss, or someone you think we should interview, or if you would just like to give us some feedback, you can email us at nextinedpodcast at gmail.com. You can also reach us through Facebook, Twitter, or LinkedIn. And now, we hope you enjoy the following episode. Hi, welcome to Next in Ed. I'm Joe. And I'm Julie. Julie? Hey, what's up? Um, I got some pretty exciting news to oh, tell yeah. you. Oh, yeah? I'm waiting to hear it. It's kind of a, a, a sports-themed we conversation. Just, oh, okay. So, as you know, Lori and I, my wife and I, coach a baseball team for kids with disabilities. Yes, and have for and a while. Yeah, well, yeah, you know, we were thinking about it. I think we started doing that in 2008. Yeah. So, we've yeah. been doing that for 14 years. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, so it's a our wonderful kids, thing. So our kids have grown up, you know, helping us do that. But, uh, of course, we had to stop during COVID. So we right. actually played one game that spring, and then everything um, got shut down. Everything stopped. So we lost that whole season. We lost the fall season and the spring. Mm-hmm. So we missed For three seasons. Right. And uh, we're back. Yay. So I've got when on my shirt. I got on my shirt. First game's tonight. Tonight? Six o'clock. So awesome. I got to cut out. Oh, yeah, I got to cut you out. Do. Lori, yeah. <laughs> that's like, that's Lori wonderful. will be calling me going, where are where you? Where are you? And the kid's going to be helping tonight? Oh, yeah. Okay. So uh, Alex is our other coach. He's our designated mm-hmm. pitcher. Right. Because they don't want me pitching to him. Because <laughs> <laughs> you stink. I get, well, I'm not, I'm not quite as accurate as Alex. Okay. And so, I, you know, I get some, some flack from the kids. They'll go, hey. Because with, with this, you're not you're not trying to strike them out. You're trying to throw right. it in the sweet spot so they'll hit it. Right, right, right. <laughs> and if you don't hit that sweet spot, it's uh, that's great. They let you know it. That's great. Do y'all play a full nine innings and all that? Oh no, we play for an hour. Hour, okay. Yeah, so we just do an hour and um, uh, we win every game. <laughs> I mean, that's how that goes. They have fun. I mean, the other team wins too, but that's, they have that's the whole fun. point. That's right. Yeah, they have fun. It's, it's, and they it's get out and wonderful. Play. We did a practice yesterday mm-hmm. just to meet some of the new players and stuff. Right. So it was, it's great. We're going to have a, a lot of fun. Well, so if we don't get rained out, it's going to be a good night. It won't rain. It's not going to rain on y'all's first game tonight. It is and, not. And then the other thing, mm-hmm. um, the Jags are three and zero. Yeah, you know? <laughs> right. I mean, that's that's amazing. That's good. I'll go to the game Saturday. It'll be my. Are you going? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be Fantastic. there. Fantastic. Season yeah. ticket holder, so. Awesome. It's going to be good. Go Jags. Yeah, go Jags. Uh, I do. Sorry Roll Tide, yes, but I didn't go there, so. Right. <laughs> so I, I, I tend to root stop. more for the places where I intended. Right. I go Badgers. Yeah. They've never, um, you know, lost a game. The Badgers. Because <laughs> <laughs> they don't have a football team. That's they right. did in 1940-something. <laughs> I think they had a game. So. For one season. One season. Anyway, so right. that, that goes with our theme tonight. It does. Okay. So you want to introduce our guest? For absolutely, us? absolutely. Um, I'll let him give his uh, official position. But we have Brad Lowell here today with us, and Welcome we're excited Brad. to have you. Yeah, I appreciate uh, inviting me here, and uh, yeah. glad to be here. Love to talk about football and absolutely all the things that you do at Mobile County Public Schools. Sure. Um, so what's well, your what's your title? Okay, uh, my official title is uh, Academic Supervisor of Athletics, Drivers Ed, Physical Education. <laughs> Health and uh, 
Did I mention athletics? Uh, so, um, pretty big umbrella. Do you get that on your business card? Well, they there? have a hard time putting all that on do. there. So, uh, but we try to squeeze it in. Try to squeeze it in. Well, take us back and tell us uh, how you got into education and, and lead us up until this uh, position that you're in today. Uh, well, uh, I'm a product of Mobile County Public Schools. Mm-hmm. Uh, went to Theodore, attended Theodore High School, graduated from there. Now, Go Bobcats! There, there is a common theme going on here. How many Theodore graduates have we had on this program? Well, they, they put out the best. Yeah. Okay. Can't Marcy. argue that. Can't argue that. Marcy, we're, we've got too many Theodore grads coming on the show. I'm we're we're everywhere. <laughs> we are Apparently everywhere. so. <laughs> everywhere. Well, so, so uh, anyway. no, I attended Theodore, mm-hmm. um, played two sports there, played football and baseball. Um, really loved football, just a lot better at baseball. Um, uh-huh. Ended up uh, getting an opportunity to play baseball in college. So went to the University of Alabama, um, played baseball. Oh, and, so you uh, did go to the University of Alabama. I did attend the University of Alabama. Um, mm-hmm. And... But I realized real quick I was not going to make a living in baseball. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just had a real passion of sports. Um, wanted to do something that, you know, I would still be involved in athletics in some way, shape, or form. Um, and that's kind of what led me to the teaching profession. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually graduated with a uh, social sciences degree. And... Um, I started teaching. I actually, my first job was at Mary Montgomery High School. Oh, okay. College. So, graduated from Mobile County, Mobile County Public Schools, and then my first job's in Mobile County. That's Public great. Schools. Bring them back in. That's right. Bring them back in. And so, um, for the next 16 years, uh, I was a, a football, baseball coach, um, athletic director, head football coach between Mary Montgomery and Murphy High School. Oh, okay. Um, after there's, the, there's the tie-in. To there's Murphy, the tie-in. There right you there. go. Go Panthers. Right. Okay. Yeah. You know, everybody has some tie to Murphy too. At some I guess. somewhere. Uh, <laughs> and, and so I kind of got a little connection on both ends. Right. And um, and so after 16 years, uh, I had throughout that time I had got my certification in PE, certification driver's ed, health, uh, got administration certification. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, at the time that I was at Murphy, on the back end of those 16 years, uh, Mr. Christ Mm -hmm. was the supervisor of athletics here. And um, one day we were talking. Uh, He had came out to Murphy. He said, "Um, I think you should uh, get into administration. And and at the time, I really didn't think a whole lot about it. But um, whenever he brought it up and we talked about it and – I said, you know what, um, I, you know, I think I may want to try that. And, 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 and again, it, the opportunity was to possibly come to central office and work with Mr. Chris and still be involved with athletics, just right. in a different capacity. Right. Gotcha. I was, I was thinking that he must've seen something in you, you know, to, to lead you and, and had an idea of what path, you know, you would go on Well, and, and as a mentor. I, you know, mm-hmm. I thought, uh, obviously, a lot of Mr. Christ, mm-hmm. and uh, so he was well-respected with everyone, but, of course, I respected everything about him and what he did and right. how he served uh, in his position. And um, and to have an opportunity to come work with him was kind of like, you know, that, you know, 
it was a no-brainer if yeah. I had that chance. Right. And uh, and thankfully, I was lucky enough to, to get that opportunity. And um, I was able to work for him for a couple of years, of course, till he passed. And what was your position? It was an assistant supervisor of athletics, okay. Okay. PE, driver's ed, and health. So um, just uh, an assistant under Mr. Chris. So you learned the ropes from him? I did. Mm-hmm. I did. Mm-hmm. And, um, it, you know, I, like I said, I, I mean, couldn't work with a better better person i mean just genuine and and uh super down to earth but loved what he did loved the mobile county public schools mm-hmm. and uh really served the position well and you must too i obviously <laughs> and uh that's all i've ever known and, right uh, right i grew up you know in, in mobile county public schools and i still work in mobile Right. Was it hard for you to transition from working with kids every day and being a coach to coming out to a central office and, and taking on that new role? I think for anyone, change is scary. Change is unknown. Um, but I think at the time I was ready for a challenge. Um, and to answer your question, um, I, I did miss the that part, the relationship with the kids and the coaching aspect of things because you do lose that part. Um, but I think being able to kind of stay involved with athletics mm-hmm. in a different capacity um, still allowed me to continue to do what I love to do. And that's just, you know, trying to help, trying to be a resource for coaches and, and, um, and really just kind of help out any way I can. And that's what we're here for. We're here to serve the schools, mm-hmm. um, to be there for them, to try to help them manage daily what they do. Um, and that's kind of what I do on a daily basis. And I imagine it keeps you busy. We're not talking about just football. Right. <laughs> no, not just football. <laughs> this job, it's. I mean, you have so many different titles under there. You've got... Uh, athletics, you've got driver's ed, you've got physical okay. education. Um, tell health. us about that mm-hmm. job. And, oh, and health. health, yeah. <laughs> so tell us about the, your job. What all did you have to take on? I mean, that seems like a lot. Well, I mean, we have a lot of good people that work in Mobile County Public School System. So, you know, you have to, with the amount of schools that we have, 90-plus schools, mm-hmm. and – course PE is K-12 athletics start in seventh grade so that's middle school and high school uh, we have a health curriculum K-12 uh, driver's ed of course is high school kids um, but a lot of what I do it sounds like a lot but in the end I'm supporting the the instructors that are out there that are actually doing it and we have some really good instructors and of course that makes my job you know easy um, and, you know, for example, with athletics, um, a lot of what we do, we try to get a great rapport with principals, athletic directors that are appointed at the schools, local schools that have their own athletic directors. And so, really, they do all the work. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm more or less there as, like I said, a support staff, you know, someone there to help, to bounce ideas off of to, um, you know, basically do whatever I can to try to make their job better right. or easier. Um, with health and the curriculum part, like with PE, driver's ed, and, and health, um, again, uh, 
by having really good instructors in the schools, principals know if they have any concerns, they can always call me. I go out there. I work with some of the instructors one-on-one. I set up mentors throughout the county if maybe we have new PE instructors that just need someone to talk to, um, other instructors that maybe have been doing it for a long period of time. Um, and I'm more of a hands-on person. I'm a visual learner. And so I think it's important, too. We, we, sometimes we even set up uh, where instructors go to a different school and watch somebody, mm-hmm. you know, actually run a program for that day. And so, you know, we have a lot of different ways that we try to interact with, you know, the instructors to try to help them throughout their day and try to make them as successful as they can be and to work with the principals and help them also. So you have principals and the instructors, and the instructors are also the coaches. They are. And athletic director, ath- directors. I think we right. had, I think. And the athletic directors. I think we counted up about, we have about anywhere between 500, 550 coaches in the county and about 7,000 athletes. Oh, when wow. All said and done. That, in the numbers, that's that's kind of that's impressive yeah. when it comes to the numbers. Really is. So that is a lot to manage. I mean, you're. You, you're humbly giving a lot of credit to your instructors and your coaches, but that's a lot to, to keep going. Well, I mean, it is. I mean, it's a but big, it's a machine that's working. It's a machine that's mm-hmm. working. It's a big system, but just like anything, it takes a group effort. All right. You know, and no one person can do it by themselves. Right. And we all know that. And and you, um, he has a really cool office. I have seen his office. It's, it's a really cool office. It's got it decorated with the jerseys. Oh, got a little got a bleachers in there. <laughs> oh, stadium wow. seating. Nice. It's got a little stadium seating in there. But have, I understand you have a lot of you know when you have a coaches meeting, you got a place to get a lot of coaches. Yep, we do. We do. We usually um, I usually hold monthly athletic director meetings. Mm-hmm. Um, we were very consistent doing it in person pre COVID. Right. Of course, COVID changed a lot of things with That's everybody, right. Right. and uh, we had to make some adjustments there. Uh, and you know. I, I struggle with online meetings, uh, <laughs> virtual meetings. Uh, I'm more of a face-to-face, in-person. Right. But, you know, we do what we have to do. Right. Well, thinking about COVID, though, what, um, like, how did that impact the football games or the, or any of the athletics in general? Uh, I mean. Did it just come to a stop? Well, in, in the, when it first came out in March of 2020, yes, it did mm-hmm. come to a stop. Uh, just because of the unknown. I mean, no one knew anything about it. No one knew how to handle something to this magnitude because you didn't have any historical knowledge of how to handle something like this. And so, yes, everything come to a stop. Dialogue and discussions began on, you know, how can we start back? You know, what can we do? So um, we were allowed to start bringing kids back in during the summer um, to start doing things. Of course, we had to be very particular on how we did things, um, whether it be with face coverings when we could, cleaning, um, social dis- physical distancing. So a lot of what we still do today. Um, and, you know, over time, our kids and our parents and everyone just was very understanding and patient on um, that whole process and getting back to play um, in the fall and, uh, and yeah, we had some ups and downs, and we had some teams that, you know, had to take a break of a week or two for, you know, just to help 
um, any type, mitigate any type of mm-hmm. you know, COVID issues or concerns. But um, thankfully, we've managed to work through it. And, and really, all in all, I think our county has done an excellent job. And of course, Superintendent uh, Mr. Threadgill has done an excellent job in managing, you know, throughout this pandemic. Right. So you'll have a full schedule now for football and everything. Oh, yeah. We're, everybody's full schedule. Um, and we're still uh, – we, we have a lot of practices that are still very common of what we were doing back when we first started back. I mean, um, we're still doing the best we can to manage the situation. And, you know, we don't want to uh, – we don't want to be a cause of any type of outbreak or anything like that. We want to mitigate it and – you know, we want to make sure everybody's as safe as they can, and including spectators to players to coaches to their families, and and so it, it's a lot to, um, you know, it, again, it takes everybody to do it together, and so, um, but we've been blessed that, you know, we all have. That's great. I'm I'm curious about the spring of 2020 when everything shut down, and. May have had seniors that uh, were playing baseball that maybe had some colleges looking at them yeah. for scholarships and stuff. How did that impact those kids? Were, uh, a were lot. the colleges flexible with that, or did it did it really mess things up for them? I mean, I, I it probably just depend on the kid. I mean, um, you know, for some, yeah. I mean, I couldn't imagine not being able to play my senior year um, because you can't get it back. Right. And so a lot of kids that year lost out on that opportunity. And as you mentioned before, it may have been an opportunity to get a chance to play at the next level, but because they didn't have that season, they didn't get that chance. Yeah. And so, sure, it could have impacted quite a number of kids, unfortunately. Um, but at the time, you just there was nothing you could do about it. Yeah, yeah that's a shame. And uh, hopefully they, the kids that were in those positions were able to, to negotiate something. Right. Find some path that, that would yeah. suit them. There's going to be some interesting data on that in yeah. the years to come. I think so. Yeah. Back on. So I understand you also have, you've got a, your own TV show, right? Yeah. For a long time, and Mr. Chris started this a long time ago, um, we, we have the athletic show, MCPSS athletic show, um, which – we continued um, all the way up till COVID, and when COVID hit, of course, we had to stop the show. Um, and we've been kind of slow bringing it back. We haven't brought it back just yet. Uh, we've tried to make sure, you know, we want to be safe about everything. And and um, I hope to start it back this year. Um, mm-hmm. We're definitely going to bring it back, uh, but we haven't just yet. But, um, yeah, I love doing that show. We bring in coaches from all the schools, get to talk about their programs and their kids and all of it. It's just a, a it's a show that strictly is there to showcase um, our coaches and our, and our kids. That's great. So how long have you been hosting that show? Did you start it once you took this position, or had you been hosting it prior to that? Uh, well, when – when I came down with Mr. Chris, Mr. Chris still pretty much hosted the show. Um, he passed away in November of 17. Mm-hmm. And after he passed away, you know, I was definitely determined to continue the show. And from that point, I, I took over. Um, so that's how long you've been athletic director. Not, not, I'm sorry, 
supervisor. Yes. It's mm-hmm. great. So um, in your position, being able to, to kind of be in touch with all the schools and, and seeing what's going on, what do you see kind of coming down the road or what would you like to see happening with maybe the athletic program or uh, with just uh, any of the areas that you're in charge of? I mean, I, I would like to see more kids involved. Um, I, I think kids should be involved in anything. It doesn't have to be athletics. Mm-hmm. I just, just to get them involved in something I think is really important. Um, and athletics is just that something that I think kids can become part of and really thrive in because I think it helps them, um, you know, uh, socially, I think it helps them academically. I think it helps them in many aspects of their life um, and can be really beneficial. Uh, I know Mr. Threggill earlier this year announced that we were going to build five football stadiums for schools that didn't have on-campus stadiums. Oh, really? And I, so, yeah, I didn't, yeah. I did and you heard that. it here on Next in Ed. Um, so, okay. of course, that's <laughs> pretty exciting. That's uh, very exciting. What schools... We, we have six right now that have stadiums and six that don't. Six that don't. The okay. ones that, that are scheduled to get one is Williamson, LaFleur, Davison, uh, BC Rain, and um, I'm missing one. So Murphy still counts. Murphy can't. Loud as loud. Well, they, they just don't have the room on right, campus right. Uh, to build a stadium. For sure. Yeah. They have to have an underground pool. And Viger. Viger's the other school. Viger. Okay. And nice. so um, hopefully that will come into play here in a, in a couple of years. Where That's great. And when you're talking about kids getting involved in athletics, you're talking about having a lot of opportunities with different athletics yeah, in order yeah, for them absolutely. to have those opportunities because everybody can't play baseball or football. Correct. Um, you know, maybe some disc golf or something. Well, we have, and, <laughs> so. you know, in the fall – course we have football and and volleyball we have cross country uh swimming mm-hmm. uh, and then when winter transitions it goes into uh we have bowling <laughs> basketball hey don't laugh at the bowling i hey, loved look. my bowling class <laughs> hey, it's, loved it's my become bowling very class. very popular <laughs> wrestling is starting to become popular oh and uh, archery Archery's I see that a lot a in lot the elementary schools. Yes. Yeah. It's yes. coming up. It's very it popular. And now. so we have a lot of opportunity. And the spring mm-hmm. has more sports than any season. And so um, there's a lot of opportunities there for kids to, to participate and, and get involved. That's great. So for you, kind of what would be next is just maybe doing some more, I don't know, would it be like campaigning to try to get more kids involved or – yeah, um, you know, one thing, too, is uh, coaches and uh, retention. Uh, I think that's a big deal right now just with teaching in general. True. Retaining mm-hmm. teachers. It's the same with coaches right now. Um, we have less in the profession, and so we really want to look at different ways to try to encourage and bring interest back into coming into teaching and coaching. Um, I think that's going to be really important in the upcoming years. Um, I'm not sure, you know, the the steps that we're going to be able to to do that in, but I think that's going to be a a real big focus on on that. Um, 
and just again um, the professional development part of coaching in general because uh, you know kids are going through a lot these days um, and it's really important for them for the coaches to be able to connect with the kids uh, emotionally socially not just physically and being able to really be there for them and understand their situations and try to help them out as much as they possibly can. I'm really glad to hear that. I'm really glad to hear that because they are, and and they don't know how to express that. They don't. You know, they don't. They don't don't know what they're going through, Mm -hmm. and um, we don't. So, I mean, we've got to be there to guide them. Well, I think that's a a great idea. So, um, in, in general, like you said, I mean, we need more teachers, and I didn't realize that, I, I guess it would make sense that the same would be true for coaches as well. I didn't yes. realize there was a drop. Well, you're talking in that, about so. impacting seven thousand students. You said that were involved Correct. in athletics. That's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I wish you the best with that, yeah. and we'll have to have you back and, yeah. and get some updates on on how that's going. For look, sure. Look for forward sure. to ha- uh, seeing you back on the show uh, when you bring that back Definitely. after football season. Definitely, and uh, listen to all the things that are all exciting athletics that are going on That's right. and, and the health health. What do you do with health? <laughs> <laughs> I know we don't have time to talk about I that. I don't do a whole lot with health. Uh, the instructors in the school the instructors definitely do, do the health and you're like, it's <laughs> well, okay. You know, health is a, health is a required course right. in high school. That's right. And so of course, um, which PE is a required course right. in high school. So, um, yeah, I mean, you know, there's, there's requirements there that the kids have mm-hmm. to complete, you know, to get their part of their graduation requirements. Right. So. Okay. Well, Brad, thanks so much for yeah, being on the program with in. us today. I appreciate it. I enjoyed being here. Enjoyed talking to you. Same here. Same here. Very interesting. And thank you for watching or listening. And be sure to join us next time as Julie and I continue to explore what's next. What's in next in Ed. Don't forget to subscribe. If you like what you heard, Please rate and review this podcast so others can find us. The Next in Ed podcast is brought to you by the Mobile County Public Schools IT Department in partnership with the Department of Counseling and Instructional Sciences at the University of South Alabama. Engineered by Tim VP Media Production. Music by Justin Matthews. Hosted by Dr. Joe Gaston and Julie Neidhart. Follow us on Twitter at Next in Ed and on Facebook. Guests on the podcast are expressing personal opinions for informational purposes only. They are not necessarily acting as official representatives for their schools, universities, organizations, or places of employment. Copyright 2020. All rights reserved.